0: Good evening, everyone. This is the Crusader Foundation. I'm Lucy, and I'm here with Chains. And tonight we're going to talk about missing and endangered persons. Chains.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: We've been talking about the hashtag SaveOurChildren slogan that's been going across social media lately and how it was taken down and and put back up and some of the information that was going around said that 400,000 people have gone missing every year which is quite a number um i believe the department of justice office of juvenile justice and delinquency prevention has numbers in that area but truly we have no idea how many people go missing every year it's not a number that can be quantified
1: correct I mean I know you love numbers and stats but yeah with the the thing is those are numbers that are based off just reported cases not the stuff that's unreported and how many of them are duplicates I mean that that's another thing and and we all know that a lot of organizations and and agencies will inflate numbers for for other agendas they have so
0: well sure and if um a missing person it has run away from say a group home or a foster home and they do that once a week well each time is counted as a as a missing person
1: well i highly doubt they do i i wouldn't think they would I mean, they may very well, because I said that starts padding, padding their, their numbers. uh, And and it helps them, you know, when they're applying for grants, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I would think from what I've known in the past with, with all the cases of I've worked in the past and other, other agents of ours have worked. It's an issue that you have to have that report number.
0: Right. Right. So the report number would be required to be one of the 400,000 or so every year is that right yes
1: yes that's what i would that's what i would say and i just you know like i said numbers are they're crazy at times we all know that so when like i said the the numbers you're seeing are just what's reported and you know what says that are not magnified you know i mean because you do see it a lot granted there's a lot of people that come up missing them I mean, it's just that simple mm-hmm. but i just when i see a number like that i just kind of take it with a grain of salt because i don't know if it's you know I don't, I don't know how accurate that number is by any means and i don't think anybody else should take it you know they should just take it for for what it is and and not i don't want to say don't put any faith in it mm-hmm. but it's Well, I said it's too easy to, to, to not get, you know, not enough or, or just pat it. I mean, it's just way too easy.
0: Right. Well, and there's a a lot of different kinds of missing persons. There's like we said, there's a lot of not reported missing people, but there's a lot of habitual runaways that we have spoken about before in our podcasts.
1: Yeah. And and a lot of times with that, when it's something that's habitual, a lot of times that personal will take off and there isn't a report made because the officers will tell whoever's making, you know, whoever's called that in, the -hmm. officers will tell them, you know, just sit tight. They'll show back up. You know, there's no reason to make a report yet. So that, and and they usually usually like to throw out that 24 hour issue with that and that's just a big farce you don't have to wait 24 hours to report somebody missing
0: well and where did that come from wait 24 hours that's not a law correct
1: no no it's not a law but most or most agencies have just adopted that of let's wait 24 hours the reason they do is because they feel if it is a a young person or a child that has left the home, they figure within 24 hours, they're going to come back home because they're going to want, you know, they're going to get hungry. They're going to want food, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So they'll come back home. You know, they, they were mad. So they'll cool off and then they'll come back home.
0: Well, and sometimes they'll go missing due to criminal activity or um, whatever they're out doing out with, friends,
1: yes, drugs. out with friends drugs alcohol just the the party the concert you know uh, there's all all kinds of things you know there's an activity going on they just wanted to go so they 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 bolt you know and then once they're out then it's like well if i go back home i'm gonna get in trouble you know they just they're they're young you know uh you know, a young person's mind isn't, isn't completely molded yet. You know, it's not completely formed. What's, what do they say the age is?
0: 25. The brain isn't fully formed until the mid twenties. It's the frontal lobe that is responsible for making a lot of these important decisions.
1: So, um, So how can that 13, 14, 15 year old, you know, how can you expect them to, To make that decision you know they're sitting there thinking they're gonna get you know they're gonna get in serious trouble if they if they take off you know they're like man i'm gonna get in trouble going back home
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you know so so they don't know how to how to handle it in any way shape or form so well and then
0: you have the other portion of the population um the kids that leave because they are living in an abusive environment
1: yes and that's what we Yes, we see that we see an incredible amount of that where that person will run from the home or wherever it is, they'll run just to save themselves. And the bad part with that is when that's, you know when, when, when that person is searched for and they're found safe, the problem with that is most of the time they'll get taken right back to where the, the problem was happening Mm -hmm. because there's just not anything out there for problem solving for help. I guess I'm not quite sure of the word I'm looking for, but, but that support isn't there for them.
0: Well, and there's a uh, oftentimes the person that runs away that's gone missing they may have gone missing from an abusive home but they don't feel comfortable telling anybody about the abuse or they haven't or they have told someone about the abuse and no one has helped them they they see no solution to their problem so they leave And if they're found and they're brought right back to the abusive situation, there are reasons why they can't speak about what's going on at home.
1: Yeah. And then they'll take Mm -hmm. off again. then it turns into that habitual issue.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they, you know, truancy issues start coming into play, you know, so law enforcement will just arrest whoever it is and put them in a home, you know, rather than trying to solve the problem. As to what actually happened and what triggered it. it, it's much easier just to, you know, put them in a put them in a box or a carton and and pack them away with the rest of the stuff. You know, so I mean that's that's my way of looking at it, just from from all the cases we've had to deal with over the years.
0: Well, and once they're found, it's a success. They can wrap up the report, the case is closed, and it's a victory.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. That's exactly how they look at it is it's, it's a closed case and that just, you know, that makes our numbers look good. We got that done, mm-hmm. you know? And the, the bad part about that is when a lot of these, and, and I'm just going to keep talking more about kids. Sure. The bad part about that is most of these, when these, when these kids leave the home, people don't understand just how really dangerous it can be. Because generally within the first 48 to 72 hours, there's a perpetrator of some sort has spotted them and has made contact in some way, shape, or form. Because that child needs to, like I said earlier, they've got to have clothes on their back, they've got to have food in their belly, and they Mm -hmm. need shelter. So if they can't stay at one of their friends' place, they have no choice but to hit the streets. And then that's when the evil starts coming around because there's a lot of evil out there and lurking. And people just don't realize it. And that's when the the survival sex comes into play. You know, these kids have to do whatever they have to do in order to survive. Because they're they're afraid. You know, what are they gonna do? You know, they they're scared that they're gonna get in trouble for for being missing because that's generally what happens. Mm-hmm. So, they're in kind of a no win situation,
0: right, right, because even if somebody does something about their home situation, normally that solution doesn't last long and it it keeps happening again, right, so right. they're out on the street, survival sex is happening, and that can happen in as little as eight hours, but normally, like you said within the first Forty
1: eight to seventy two hours yeah, they are that's the average. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and we like to use that just as an average because you know, yeah, it doesn't always happen right then in that small window. Hmm. But that's another thing that's that's always overlooked is that wait twenty four hours before you report somebody is so much can happen in that first twenty four hours that's the worst part of it all because if you wait 24 well how long how long were they actually missing before you reported it right you know was it just an hour was it 24 hours and then you had to wait another 24
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know so that window is just closing I personally stress that a lot about you know the boogeyman's always out there waiting i don't care who you are or what you are the boogeyman's always out there so yeah
0: Well, and then there are other portions of the population that we we often don't hear about, and we were speaking about this the other day, for example, there's um, nearly six hundred tribal nations within the contiguous United States, um, and the numbers of missing and endangered from the tribal nations from tribal lands are very difficult to. Track, but also there's very little, there are very few resources for uh, tribal nations to find their missing and exploited.
1: Yeah, well, most tribal nations don't want any outside help whatsoever. You know, they don't want anybody coming in and poking around, uh, which is understandable. It, it is the more you, th- you know, when you really sit and think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they they want their they don't want to be bothered. They have enough problems. They can't get half the things they need anyway. You know, so when somebody comes up missing, you know it is just that. It's like do they they can't really call on outside help because everybody says, well you're you're tribal, so we can't mess with you anyway because you're your own entity. So yeah. they they have that double edged sword going on, and and also you know a, a lot of times you know going back to numbers things aren't recorded half the time with that you know i'm you know you you really think that every child that's born on a reservation is is completely documented you know right. that, that 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 everyone knows who that person is you know they just don't pop out and have a social security number you know yep and, and that goes to the same thing with the amish and I mean, even the people that are, I don't want to say Amish, but the I, so I did say Amish, but a lot of people that are, uh, I want to say like the homeschooled and things like that. Definitely. You know, like I said, kids don't just pop out with a social security number. So until they are recorded, you know, you don't know if that person's missing or not. And that's why a lot of people will prey on people like that because it's easy you know you have a small the 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 amount of people that would get involved you know that that narrows so much in those communities because it's just like that you know Amish don't want outside people coming into their world right you know and like I said it's the same with tribal they just don't want outside people coming into that world
0: also, there are prostitutes that have babies while they're living on the streets or just homeless in general. Yes. Yeah.
1: And yeah, there those those kids aren't recorded, you know, and those are the ones that are are you know, uh, you know that's those are the ones that are really big for, for tissue and organs and things like that, you know. Sure. And there's always there's always some sicko out there that'll pay huge money for young for a young child you know and a lot of people will do that when it comes to adoption if they can adopt it's easy to go there because it doesn't take anywhere near as much money in order to acquire somebody
0: and that's part of trafficking that is um rarely brought up is adoption trafficking yes yeah Then you have parents selling their kids for drug debts on and on, and you don't know where the kids go after that.
1: Yes. Which we have, once again, that's another issue we have ran into time and time again. Yeah. Or, or that is what starts the cycle. You know, then that person just, they, they, they're, you know, Saint and I have spoke about it before about it all starts with, the family you know it goes back to that what do they call that the nuclear family
0: right right you no know,
1: if if the family doesn't have their shit together <laughs> i mean it's just that simple which you know i, I none of us do but we're all family,
0: dysfunctional but there are different yeah, levels of dysfunctional. right
1: right and that you know if you know i'm a firm believer that don't let your kids sit in front of the tv with an on an xbox or a playstation all day long you know I don't think a I don't think a 8-year-old kid needs to have a, a an iPhone, you know. I'm I'm just that's my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Because that's taking away any kind of connection that you had with your child. You're not teaching your child, you're not showing them, you're not nurturing them. All you're doing is is giving them a babysitter basically. And
0: yes, with every that. access to every evil in the world right at their fingertips yeah
1: yeah. and then and then some Mm
0: -hmm. so let's move on to this is i i want to say that it's every parent's worst nightmare but there are a lot of worst nightmares that parents have um and so when a child goes missing No one is ever prepared for that. You don't research what to do when a child goes missing until you're faced with it. And then reality hits and uh, you have to deal with it. So the first thing that happens um, when a child goes missing is a police report has to be made. There has to be law enforcement involved immediately. What comes after that? What well, normally happens.
1: Yeah. The normal process is just that once you've discovered that person missing, you have to have that police report. Most organizations and agencies, we have to have that report number.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have to have it because otherwise let's say you're out doing a, a search and you find this child and you've still got, you know, half a dozen people out there looking next thing you know, you've got it. Well, you know, if you appear with this child and you don't have any grounds as to why you have this child or report number, that the child's missing, you can get in trouble for abduction, kidnapping, you know, 18 right. different things, you know, and, and that is a huge issue as to why you do have to have that. I mean, it, it's a good protocol for anybody to have is, mm. is to get that number we have a lot of them where people will contact us and that's exactly one of the first things that comes off of our intake is what is the, what is the report number?
0: And if they and, don't have a report number, then that's immediately suspicious. Why don't you have a report
1: number? Exactly. But then again, you'll hear the family say, well, the police didn't, didn't give us one, you know, well, then we're like, well, why wasn't there one? If you filed the report, why wasn't there? and they'll and they'll say well they told us to call back you know in those cases yeah because i know our agency we will contact the police and find out what's going on yeah you know why did you dispatch two officers and nobody gave them an rb number why you know why did this happen why was there no information given to this family you know, which it basically just goes to where somebody just didn't want to do the paperwork on it. That's why those situations happen. But without that, like I said, the liabilities are just crazy if you don't have that number. You know, we are, we actually ourselves, we are, we also have a a hold harmless form that we need the family to sign because yes, yes, we're gonna, we're gonna be searching. We're going to be looking, we're going to be ruffling feathers we're gonna you know our investigation you know nothing gets no stones unturned you know so you have to have this authorization to start digging and what we like to find out is what you know why why did that person come up missing you know did they run for their own safety mm-hmm. you know which is when we'll look into the family <laughs> you know did they run just because they were pissed off you know sure you know I mean there's so many different variables to it and that's the thing is every person i mean granted we want to make sure everybody's found safe but also you have to protect yourself and your organization as well and right. and that's why you just have to have these these numbers you know you you need that officer's name that took that initial report you know there there's just so many factors
0: well, and so initially, when you call the police, they'll send one or two police officers. Yes. They'll take the report me. and yes. you should get business cards from the officers that are taking the report. Correct. Um, and so what else? Uh, one of the important things that we had mentioned before is know what your children have been wearing, know how to identify them, what to tell police when you do give a description, just saying that they're wearing jeans and a black T-shirt doesn't cut it. That, like, that's not helpful.
1: Right. Very, very correct. That's a very good point. And, of course, nobody wants to sit there and take a picture of their child every day. Well, some people do. You know, and that's great. But nobody wants to spend that. It goes back. you know. Nobody wants to spend that brief moment to just eyeball what's going on. And we've ran into that dozens of times where it's, it's just that, yeah, we'll hear a black shirt and a pair of jeans, you know? Um, okay. <laughs> you know? Um, so, so yeah, what do you do? You know? And, and we also have a lot of it where who are your kids' friends? Do yeah. you have, you know, access to their computer, access to their phone numbers, you know, because we need to go to their friends do you know where their friends live you know those are the things which is sometimes you know law enforcement will ask those questions but a lot of times they won't they'll just take the statement the person's missing and move on
0: well and with those questions if the parent doesn't have an answer who are the friends where do they live why don't you know these things about your child
1: correct which i mean you know that's it's not that we're going to try to tell somebody or anybody else should try to tell somebody how to live. We all know the the difference between right from wrong and how to yeah, how to make sure to keep your kids safe. We all know that. That's instinctual. It's just if you want to apply it or if you really even uh, I'll say if you really even give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Cuz that's what a lot of it is. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know you know we we've had situations where parents couldn't describe what their kids were wearing you know and then when we've searched the premises we've found out well okay what was you know here's an empty hanger what was hanging here sure you know, you have those kind of issues it's like okay you can see where their shoes were sitting but it looks like there's a pair of shoes missing you know what shoes were here
0: mhm
1: those are the things and and granted a a trained investigator will pick up on those things. And a lot of times a family won't because, you know, you're taking a lot of things for granted or you're sick and tired of seeing the shoes piled up in the corner, you know, those kind of things. But a person should always make sure that they know no matter what it is. You know, always sure. Yeah. And the shoes are a good point because
0: especially with COVID and the masks that people are wearing lately, Um, there was that picture of a young girl that was easily transformed from a young girl into a little boy wearing a hat with a mask and everything about that child had changed you could not identify that child anymore however it's very difficult to perhaps change the shoes so shoes would be pivotal in a situation like that
1: yeah um when people will describe like a hoodie or a jacket or something, those can be tossed, you know, whether it's your child tossing them or, you know, heaven forbid your, uh, a child be abducted, mm-hmm. you know, they, that stuff can be trashed. It can be, it can be gone instantly. So those are the things, you know, it, it's, if your child's got a tattoo, know about it, you know, be able yeah. to explain it if your child's got piercings be able to explain it if there's a if they're missing a digit or a deformed you know a deformed finger or toe mention that you know yeah. let let the investigators know these things you can't just say oh you we know, all blonde hair blue eyes you know make the make the mention if there's a crooked nose you know make the mention if if there's a you know if the teeth are crooked or anything like that make sure you tell the investigators those things because that's just helping, you know, that's helping improve the chances of of that person being found safe.
0: Well, and we expect that kids would, um, if they're abducted, if somebody takes them, we expect that they would scream and kick and put up a fight, but that's not always the case. Either often they are coerced or drugged um, if they are taken. And there's a, uh, we were talking about missing and exploited posters um, that are advertised and secondary predators. Do you want to talk about secondary predators?
1: Sure, we can. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Uh the 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 issue with that, and it's great that everybody wants to do that when you see these missing posters pop up. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that goes right back to when you're handing these pictures over to whoever's making these posters, or if you're making these posters up, do not put the picture of your child holding your puppy. You know, don't do that. Don't have them with their family pet. It, for one that lets a predator know that that child has a soft spot for an animal, you know, don't have the picture of your kid with his monster truck shirt on, you know, your little boy, because that's gives a secondary, that gives a predator something to use, you know, they know, okay, that's what he's into. So that'll help me, you know, and people don't realize that when predators see these, that's what they're doing. They're analyzing those posters you know and a lot of people aren't predators no but we have to deal with the predators so that's why we always come from that angle
0: well maybe you know? we should define what a secondary predator is
1: well and and to to finish that real quick yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of times you know you'll you'll take snapshots of your kids and you're putting this poster together and you'll have their school name or anything like that on you know they're wearing a shirt with the school name blah 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 you know once again that's giving someone additional information because predators will come out of the woodwork. And if it's a family that's putting this poster out, let's say what you're going to run into is you may not get the, the sexual predator. You know, you may not get that. You may not get that hunter, mm-hmm. but what you will get are the, the, con men or the con artists that will come out and the scammers that will come out, you know, because they may see a reward. So they will say, well, yeah, we can find your child, blah, blah, blah. You know, cause they want that reward money. You'll see others that will say, well, I'm an investigator, X amount of dollars an hour plus expenses. We'll get your child found. You know, you will also find some that will hunt that child down and ransom that child back. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think that happens because they've never seen that. But the problem is those of us that have seen that we know, and it's up to us to spread that awareness out there that this shit actually happens.
0: Right. And most people are, do not think about these things because like we said before, it's a nightmare for a parent. You don't want to think about these things and explore what the possibilities are. And normally we don't have the criminal mindset. We're not predators. And so we can't no. imagine what others would do.
1: But that's the thing is the that family is in such a vulnerable state at that moment. So it's so easy to exploit them. It's so easy. And that's the worst part of it because yeah, there are, <laughs> there are dirt bags. I'll just use that because that's the calmest word I can use about it. Uh, they're out there to, to that will take advantage. It's just that plain and simple. And a family will do whatever they have to do to get their child back. so, so that's, that's the thing, you know, they won't have a problem with emptying out their savings. If somebody swears up and down, they're going to be able to, to have their child back to them in 24 hours.
0: You know? Right. What would you do? What would, how much would you pay to get your child back? Definitely. Yes.
1: I mean that we, we ran into that so many times and there's so many other organizations that have ran into that too. You know, it's not just us. There, there's plenty of others out there that have seen this. Sure.
0: Well, and there are other organizations that deal with the missing and endangered, um, but often they will work with a specific age group that like they they specialize specifically in teenagers or small children. Um, yes, and that largely is influenced by funding or where their specialties lie, where their uh where all of their resources are focused
1: well uh, a lot of it also is under a certain age a little harder to try to catch them a little harder to try to find that person because they're easier to hide yeah you know when you get into the the preteens and teens those you know normally those kids won't sit still too long you know they they've got to be doing something somehow some way they're they're gonna show. Uh, unless it's an abduction issue, mm-hmm. but it it goes back to a lot of things where you know we'll talk about you know people go to the easy route to you know it's fish in a barrel kind of thing, you know you don't have to work anywhere near as hard if you hone in on this certain thing, but a lot of people. You know, no matter what, it takes a lot of people to do just one child missing. People do not realize the amount of manpower that truly goes into it.
0: Right. And until you're faced with the problem, you expect that law enforcement has every resource available to them and will dedicate every resource possible to finding your child when often those expectations are unrealistic we just don't have the manpower or the resources to right to do everything that needs to be done
1: i hate to say it because everybody always says that i bash law enforcement And, and the thing is is there's so many there's just so many aspects that could be better that's the the issue i have is there's so many things that could be better because it's just like that if your child's missing the investigator is looking for your child goes to work at seven or eight in the morning. That's when he clocks in or nine, he's clocking out at three, four or five in the, in the evening. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have whatever time goes by, there's nobody out there trying to find, find this person. until Right. Until the next shift, take, you know, until he comes in for his next shift. Yeah. You know, that, that's, I hate saying it, but that's just how it works. You know, you, you know, if your child's missing, you want somebody that's, that's not going to stop. You know, you want them to act as if that's their child. You know, that's, that's what you want. You want that tenacity. You want that passion. And, and it's tough in this day and age to... Find anybody that's that does that because it's just that everybody just wants to clock out. I'm tired. I want to go home. You know, yeah. my shift's over. I'm not getting paid overtime on this, or I'm only allowed two or three hours overtime, so I'm done. You know.
0: Well, and that's why it's nice to have the outside organizations that can dedicate twenty-four-seven, perhaps a couple people at a time, or you know, taking exactly. shifts.
1: Yes. Yes. And a lot, you know, that's where these NGOs have to make sure that they have relationships with these, with these other agencies because of just that, there's a lot of times we'll get a phone call from an agency. Hey, we can't take care of this. Can you guys look into it and just call us? Yeah. Yeah. No problem. You know? And and that's the thing, you know, most agencies won't have a problem doing that. If they're in it for the right reasons, of course. Sure. But, but it is just that you know there there isn't enough manpower when it comes to government agencies. We know that there isn't enough manpower. There's not enough money to pay all the salaries. We know that it it's just it is what it is. You know, and and a lot of times, as we've already touched on, if somebody comes up missing, it's like, well, I can drag my feet because most likely that kid got pissed off because they had to do chores. They'll be back tomorrow.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. that is the mindset when a child comes up missing. Yes.
0: And we do like to use the word missing instead of runaway uh, because the word runaway can be associated with throwaway. And that's a word that had been used for a long time, throwaway children. And
1: yes, yes. I had been to several different community meetings where city and city attorneys and state attorneys were, if we're calling these kids runaways and throwaways. And, you know, that's just, you know, that kind of sets a person off when you're, you know, when, when this is what you do, it, it, it'll set you off pretty quick. So, cause I mean, and if you think about it, if you're, you know, if your mother and father sitting there and your child's missing, do you want somebody to call your kid a throwaway?
0: Right, just an extraneous you know, piece those, of society. Those are fighting
1: words as far as I'm concerned. Sure. You know?
0: And if so. they go missing, if it's truly a kidnapping, then... So that's
1: why I, I, I know... Me. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry, I, I was stepping on top of you there.
0: No, if it's truly a kidnapping, we were talking the other day that they already have a buyer. If they're... That's not a runaway. They're missing, they're gone, and... You have to hunt them down quickly. So to consider it a throwaway is to be inconsiderate of the terrorizing aspects of the problem that's happening right now.
1: Yes. Yes. The, when, when that abduction issue happens, if it's a sexual predator, you know, then you know, you have a small window. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's, if it's a third party that is grabbing kids because they've got a buyer, you've got an even smaller window because within, you know, 24 to 48 hours, the plans are already made where that person's getting shipped off.
0: Yep. Gone out of state, maybe out of country.
1: Yes. And, And we discuss that a lot because we've seen it so much, you know, once again, that goes back to, when we hear that stuff never happens or that's only in the movies or, you know, that's only in books, you know, it's like, where do you think these people have gotten their research? You know, why, you know, that's why these are there. Um, you know, when when a child's kidnapped or abducted, I will, I'll just use the word abducted. When a child's abducted, like I said, I mean, it can bad things can happen just within a matter of minutes. Yeah. You know, it isn't just they're kicking and screaming too much, so we'll throw them out at the next corner. You know, it can be they're going to get their throat slit within the next 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, they're going to get choked to death in the next 20 minutes. You know, and then what do you do? You find that child in a trash can, in a gutter, you know, behind a a monument. I mean, just anywhere, you know. You know, sometimes you'll find them, you know, with some other cadavers, you know, that that it happens.
0: And these are but the general, things that we don't want to think about. We don't want to believe that it happens and it only happens in third world countries or it's just, you know, spousal issues where a spouse kidnaps a child, but no, these awful things happen. They happen often. And it, we're not necessarily going to hear about it in the news.
1: No, not unless there is, you know, they have something to gain by it, of Mm. course. You know, we all, we all know how a lot of that, how, how the media can work. Sure. So, and sometimes it's, you know, they're told to keep it quiet, you know, Uh, this family is from this and, you know, such and such. So their dirty laundry can't be aired, you know.
0: well and so it's increasing (laughs) trafficking is increasing in our society um fairly fairly uniformly i guess exponentially would be a, a a better word for it um as sexual deviancy has been increasing in society and so these things uh are becoming normalized and and we fight that uh like the nambla issue or the pedophilia issue that there are segments of society that are trying to normalize these things and make it you know not a big deal but that's this is part of the world that we live in that we have to fight we have to keep fighting
1: oh very very correct yeah i mean it's the deviancy issues are are just it's gotten out of control because they've tried to normalize it so much. you know our society wants to make all of this stuff normalized and you know i'm a I'm more of a spiritual person you know so so I know what I've read you know I know the difference between the law of the jungle and the law of the land and So when you start seeing all these different situations that are going on, you know, it's, it's just like, uh, and I'll go back to something like, you know, we'll Mm -hmm. talk about Alice day and a lot of people will, Oh, what it That's a made up thing. And once again, you've never seen this in action. Right. Until you see it in action. Of course, you know, it's, you know, we had spoke to another agency and, and they had said one time, well, you know, people like to keep their head in the sand. It's nice. It's warm. They can't hear anything that's going on, you know, and, and that's why they miss so much. And sure. and and it is, you know, people have you're either desensitized to it or you're you're too naive about it and you just don't believe any of this goes on. You know? Right. You want to live in Until denial. you chase Right. Until you've chased off the pedophiles from getting to someone, you know, until you've broke up a a traffic sale, Mm -hmm. you know, and until you've seen these things, you just don't know. It's it's just like when the kids are on the Internet, you know, people need to pay attention because, you know, what says that's a 13 year old on the other end? What says it's not a 45 year old guy trying to meet your daughter at the park? It happens all the time. Yes, it happens all the time. And you know, until you've seen this stuff firsthand, you're not gonna gonna. I guess you're just not gonna believe it. You know, well, I mean, it's
0: it's hard to believe that people are out there that are so awful, that are so criminal. Because you don't want to believe that it's happening in your own backyard, but it is.
1: People are evil. <laughs> they yeah. are. People yeah. are evil. I mean, it is. It's easier to be evil than it is to be good, you know, because evil's fun, you know, evil gets you what you want. It gets you that feeling you want, you know, uh, and it, it's harder to walk that road that's right than it is the one that's a little shady, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you can't. Well, but like I said, society's trying it's damnedest to normalize all of this activity that goes on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and I'll sit there and, and argue with people about that mm-hmm. personally, because it's like, well, you might think it's okay, but what if, what about your child? You know, what if it happens to your child? Are you going to feel that same way? Are you going to say, oh, it's okay? No, you're not, <laughs> you know, because right. then it gets to you so then it's a whole different ball game, you know?
0: Right. And when, when we see the things in the news that, you know, this predator was caught 45 years old, preying on a 13 year old on some social media platform or, um, yeah, things like that. We, we, though that's good that we can catch those kinds of people. um, Truly, it's the dumb criminals that are getting caught.
1: Yes, those are the stupid criminals. Yeah, because they are leaving trails. They're they're, you know, we always call that the fish in a barrel thing. You know, that's why a lot of organizations go after them is because they are easy pickings. They mm-hmm. they're not doing that footwork to catch the the group that's meeting in the basement of so and so's house that's sharing all their they're kiddie porn, you know, mm-hmm. they're not catching these guys when they're huddled up in a mm-hmm. park, watching the kids on the swing set, waiting for their moment. You know, it's just not that way. I mean, uh, I think it was a year or two ago. There was a, and I'm going to go back to the monster truck thing. There was a stuffed toy that had a bunch of pedophile signs. emblazoned yeah. On it. Yeah. And and they had sold hundreds of these things and nobody had caught it, you know, and thankfully one mom caught it, you know, but how many were out there, you know, well, in turn, you know, who's selling these to these, to, you know, who's selling these, is this, you know, is this a predator that was selling these, you know, was this the predator that just got your, you know, that you ran your credit card. So now he's got your name, your, your address, your phone, he's got all your information. You know, yeah. you know, your kid's at, and he's
0: just groomed your child and you paid for it.
1: Yes, exactly. He's already started the process. I, and I I, I gotta quit saying he because you know, they're males yeah. and females do it, so yeah, you know.
0: So the question remains but how it, is it, Crusader? It, it, go ahead, no, go ahead how is Crusader Foundation active in this? What do we do to help alleviate this? Um, well, find the missing and exploited, but but also combat generally the, the sexual deviancy um, that we're seeing increasing toward the younger and younger age group.
1: Blood, sweat, tears, tenacity, and common sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, no we we try to make ourselves available uh there's several other organizations that that really try to make themselves available if somebody needs them yeah uh the problem goes back to awareness because a lot of people just don't know that there's somebody around that will help right that is so much about it and You know, a lot of times, and and I I cringe to say it, but, you know, advertising does a lot. You know, um, I was going to throw the advertising dollars thing out there, but, you know, it's just getting that name out there, letting, uh, you know, letting, letting people know that these organizations really are out there, even if it's as simple as a member of one of these organizations going up and talking to the elders of their church and letting the church elders know that, Hey, there's an organization here locally that can help. Right. You know, that's one of the biggest things you can do. You know, we have been in situations where we've went to the, uh, the local arcade kind of places, you know, the bumper car kind of places Mm -hmm. and have just put up a flyer you know, and let just so people can see that if something happens, there is somebody you can reach out to. Yeah. But it's, it's tough. It, it is because like I said, it, it's just all, all about awareness to some of these people, you know, Uh same with the media, you know, if you, if you can get a contact in the media somehow, because a lot of times people will reach out to the media about their missing person. Sure. And so if somebody in that local news, you know, at your local news station knows, Hey, this organization's out there, you know, so they can help you. Yeah. I said, it's just about awareness, you know, And, and our awareness isn't just about trying to, you know, with, with trafficking and abuse and things like that. it, it It's just that with the missing and danger, the exploited people. It's, you know, we are out here to help any, anybody that needs a hand. That's what we're here for. That That was why God put us on this earth, was we are to help our fellow man.
0: Right. And awareness so, takes a lot of different avenues as far as Sex Uh, trafficking, of course, pedophilia, how to keep your children safe. What kinds of dangers are lurking out there for your children, for yourself? What not to put on social media?
1: Uh,
0: Be careful. Be security minded.
1: Yes. And we've spoke to when we're out at our community meetings, we usually will tell people, you know, hey, just, you know, contact us and we'll come and talk to you low you know you and some of your neighbors you know we'll come and talk to you and we'll we'll let you know some of the the steps you can take to to help prevent a lot of this you know the things you can keep your eyes open for you know it's that strange car in the neighborhood or or you know what whatever happened the the weird email the you know that that goofy phone call you got about winning you know winning the tv set you know mm. things like that are are what everyone has to be aware of because no matter what you have to understand that our society is not what it was 30 years ago yeah you know it, it it's constantly evolving mm. and and as we always say well evil's constantly evolving also yeah. and, and all it does is get more and more devious and the reason that criminals have mm. been around for so long is because criminals are smart you have dumb criminals but most real criminals are very very intelligent they really are
0: yeah. and, and
1: we run into that a lot with in the actual trafficking issue you know it's like well yeah okay you got this You know, you, you were able to to find this person, Mm -hmm. but you're, like I said, you're, you're doing the fish in a barrel thing. It's like, go find the, you know, find the guy that's got the stable that's working the girls out of the, out of the, the the church, out of the, out of the bar, out of the restaurant, you know, do that, you know, don't just pick on the people that are advertising on, on the internet, you know, because those are the easy ones to get. Anybody can do them.
0: You know, massage parlors, strip clubs. We know that they're there. Law enforcement knows that they're there. There are plenty of other people that are hiding in plain sight.
1: Yes, hiding in plain sight is a perfect, perfect way to use it. It is. And once again, though, you also have to remember that most real criminals have got deep pockets, so they'll pay whatever they have to pay to make sure that people look the other way. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, enough of my soapbox about that. That. Anyway,
0: well, I think that covers most of our topics for tonight. Is there anything else that you would like to add on top of what we've already covered?
1: Really, I, I just want to stress that everybody just needs to to get that awareness. I mean, they have to spread. They have to spread awareness. Even, I mean, even if it's as simple as just letting your neighbor know. You know, hey, you know, your you, your kids were down at the other end of the street, you know, you know things like that, you know, I mean, yeah. in, in my job, I mean, I travel all over in my job, and I'm constantly seeing, you know, I'll see two or three small mm. children on their bicycles, and there's not a house around for, for a half a mile, you know, and it, it, so, you know, then I actually pull over the side road and sit and watch and wait to make sure they go back home. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people need to do. It's when you see that kid running by themselves in the grocery store, watch them or grab them and find their parents. You know, make sure that that kid's safe. Just because the parent might not be watching them at that moment, you you have to remember that somebody evil might be watching them at that moment. Yeah. So you know, and, and you'll hear a lot about don't step in. You know, don't get involved you know call police do this do this do this well you always got to worry about response times in those situations and i don't know about you but if you're in the grocery store and you and and let's say your kid bolts off you're going to be happy if the person three aisles over grabs your kid before somebody else does and says where's your parents you know those you know that's as a human being, that's what you're supposed to be doing is looking out for yourself and everyone else around you and protecting the people around you. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, that's, that's what we're on this earth to do. So anyway, I don't know if that answered your question, but yeah,
0: definitely. Well, and this is um, also another one of the areas that crusader foundation, you've already alluded to it before is that we will come out and speak to your Churches or your organizations and help spread awareness. I'm the deputy director of Awareness for Crusader Foundation and Change. Nice segue. That
1: was a really yeah. good. Segue. Just led right into that. That was good. Yeah, that's right. Um,
0: so we are happy, happy. Just contact us, let us know that you would like to, us to come out and speak. Uh, whatever topic it is, whether it's missing and exploited or sex trafficking specifically or how to protect your children in these different circumstances. This is what we do. We, we don't charge for our services. We don't believe in that. This is our vocation in life. Um, and,
1: uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've told several people that over the years is just that it's, it's, you know, Hey, get the neighbors together. We can meet in your basement. No big thing, you know, meet, at, meet at the local cafe, meet wherever, you know, we can do whatever you want, you know, as long as people are, are being, well, I'm going to say my usual thing. We don't want people to be sheep and just keep their heads down. Yeah. We don't want that. We want the people to hold your head up and look around and protect your neighborhood, protect your own backyard. We need more sheep dogs. So, that's right. Yes, we need a lot more sheep dogs because there's a hell of a lot of wolves out there and people just don't realize it because those wolves are always lurking in the dark. So yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you for your time tonight, Chains. It's been a pleasure.
1: Not a problem. It keeps me out of trouble. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, thank you tonight, and thank you to all of our fans out there listening to Crusader Foundation, all of our thank you to all of our volunteers for the foundation. We're grateful for every minute of work that you put in for us and that you put in for, for
1: others as well. So. You know, and also if somebody wants to reach out to us and if they have a subject they want to hear us or uh, hear us yak about or bitch about or whatever, you know, reach out to us, you know, if they yeah. want to listen, you know, if they want us to cover something on, on one of these little podcasts, Hey, that's great. You know, let's do it. You know, we're happy to bitch about all kinds of subjects. Well, yeah, yeah. But we're here for, we're here for the people, you right. know, and I know that that sounds kind of cheesy and corny, but we really are. That's what we're here for. We're not here for our, our egos. We're not here for a media moment. We're not here to make a freaking movie or anything like that. You know, it, it's we'll make fun not, of those people yes in a heartbeat but <laughs> but you know it, it's just that you know we're not going to give you a bunch of padded stats because we're real we're going to tell you well you know this sounds like it's full of shit or this isn't you know yeah this might be right it might be wrong but most likely you know there's a reason why they threw that stat out there yeah so, so anyway blah 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 Well, very good
0: all right change good night and good night To all of you out there in Crusader Foundation land, and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you so much, and good evening.
1: Take care of yourselves and be safe.